0: Hey, 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 what's up, lad familiar? You crazy football loving nutters. This is Ray Hudson, and you are luxuriating
1: in listening to the Inter Miami podcast with a stupefyingly magnificent Jay and Alex. Two lads who are as electrifying as a hairdryer
0: thrown into a hot tub. Stay tuned, because you know what it's going to be it's going to be magisterial with an amplifier. care anymore i'm honestly just like completely numb to it all i don't i don't i don't feel any loss after after five like if we go on a five game losing streak sucks six i'm yeah. already dead seven i'm like riding the, away uh,
2: honestly like the only i think the only reason i'm really going on saturday is because i know <laughs> it's gonna be like the last like normal tailgate before the messy last stuff Yeah. because i'm not going on the fourth of july game and then no.
1: after that it, you know yeah. This is it.
0: This is it for life I'm changes find a messy to buy my forever.
1: Fourth of July ticket.
0: Yeah, you know. And uh <laughs> hey, it's gonna be fun. I wonder how many more games we can lose before Messi comes here. I Guess we'll get into it. But welcome everyone to the Inter Miami podcast. I am Jay Kington, joined by two of our special friends in the IMPC Pod Squad, Mister Caliochritia. <clears throat> I tried, buddy. So close. I tried, buddy. I'm sorry. So close. I know. It's okay. And Mr. Branton Griffin, co-host morning, of away Days and future shows that we are currently in development that we will not leak right now. But stay just stay tuned. tuned. There we go, baby. How are you guys mm-hmm. doing today? We'll start with Callie. I'm just going in. Uh, this is opposite alphabetical order, but on my screen, it's left to right. So, Callie, you rip.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm doing all right, man. I mean, as good as, as we can be on, you know, this this losing streak we're on, you know, it's been absolute dog water watching this club lately but uh it's becoming a more profitable time for me so i'm happy (laughs) (laughs) sold a sold a ticket for a pretty penny so
0: that loyalty is uh is up for grabs now for a lot of miami fans
2: my my loyalty i'm very loyal to whoever values my tickets the most
0: very loyal to those dead presidents (laughs) Might not like our current political setup, and over the past <laughs> 20, 30 years, but those dead presidents are pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, they look great sitting digitally in my
1: account. So. <laughs> I love it. I
0: love it, uh, Brandon. How are you holding up, buddy?
1: Oh, man, I'm. I don't know, man. I'm kind of neutral. I have not cashed in on my tickets like Cali has, but you know, optimistic about the future and. Just in pain from the past. So,
0: ready to roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, last episode I said, uh, you know, the only way to, to go from here is up. But uh, we uh, asked <laughs> the judges and they said that was a lie. So, oh dear. Seven in a row losing to Philly Union, which, I mean, let's be fair. Let's be honest. I think a lot of us knew this was going to come. I don't think anyone was caught off guard per se. Um, we may have allowed ourselves to buy into the hype just a little too much because yeah, we beat them <laughs> the first go around, but, uh, yeah, not even, uh, nothing really positive to take away from this, you know, nothing, nothing positive at all for one absolute shellacking murder ball, whatever you want to call it, man. It was, uh, it was a night to forget. We will say. At least we got what a brace by our boy, the one. or no, sorry, not a brace, just a, just one goal from uh, from Julian Caranza, our boy that we raised and then sent off into the big beautiful world to go do great things. And while he was doing great things, we are just whew, free falling, free falling, no parachute. Shout Hope that water everybody. doesn't shoot up my butthole and rip me apart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we did pull back one though. We did get a Robbie Taylor goal. I, I mean, like on a deflection too. On, okay. uh, yeah. On a deflection. Um, I don't want to keep beating the dead horse every single episode. I'm just talking about a miserable loss where our stats were yeah, kind of better, right? Uh, looks like we were in more control of the game, but what's the point of controlling a game? If you can't do anything with it. It reminds me of the the Spain this last World Cup, right? Death by a thousand cuts. Like that's fun and all, you know what? Hell. Have, you know, 800, 900 passes. Whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter if you can't score. You know, and you have a team instance in this game. 688 total passes by Inter Miami, 301 total passes by Philadelphia, coming in with a 31% possession, but they know what they're doing in possession. They have a purpose. They are confident. They rip that ball. We, on the other hand... ah oh, man.
2: We do not do any of those things. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: We
2: just, just hold on to the ball close. in the midfield, and, and then when we get to the final third, it's it's chaos. We're just lost. There's nothing positive falls, coming
0: out of it. Falls apart. It's absolutely brutal, brutal. What's, yeah, I, mean, I guess, the worst part of this game for you guys?
2: Uh, having to watch it, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Man, it's just it, 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 kind of what I just said, like there's just, there's just no creativity in the final third. Like, we, we look okay. On, uh, well, I mean, we didn't look okay on the back line this game, but for the most part, our defense has, you know, very much been bend, don't break. But again, we, we dominate possession, but it's all in the midfield, and then we get into the final third, no one's running into the box, we're just no one's looking to take that shot. It just seems like everyone's looking to make the extra pass or whatever, and you know, I I thought that would change considering everything that's coming up. You think some of these guys are kind of playing for their jobs, but you know, it's just, it just doesn't seem like anyone's ready to just like, you know, grab everything by the by the horns and take control. But yeah, we're getting none of that. It's really sad.
0: A lot of errors. Yeah. Horrible, horrible finishing. Just uh, atrocious. Riding down the 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 right side. Maybe we like going to the outside. Um, and then just. Horrible passing. Can't cross, can't get it into can't even play up the middle, honestly. And a lot of people no. started to complain about Yosef Martinez, maybe poor attitude or not producing. But like, dude, what do you do? Like he can't produce if we can't get a good ball to him. And none of it is. Like it's just some special thing. Like, let's just cross to this man. He's not tall, yes, so he can jump or he wants to go for a bicycle or a scorpion, whatever. I'm not even upset about that. But like we just can't get like a quality, easy ball in there. Like yeah, he has missed like a sitter or two along the way, but Um, I mean, man, like what do we have to do to just buy a goal to just win a game? The pain.
1: I mean, I think, I think the first thing we have to do is, you know, not have a totally injured squad. (laughs) I mean, I don't think any of us thought that, um, that going into this game, we weren't going to get waxed. I mean, when you have a back three of Ian Frey, McVeigh, and Noah Allen, you know, you're, you're set up for disaster. As your back three, you know you've got a guy just coming off injury playing center back. Uh, You've got Noah Allen coming off injury, also not Mm -hmm. a center back. Um, Don't forget Ian
0: Frey coming off an injury. Well, yeah, both of them coming off injuries, and then you know,
1: okay, if you have Gregory in the midfield, maybe things are a little bit different because you've got a commanding presence, but you've got Ruiz and Arroyo who are who are good, um, but. You know, not our A team. I mean, this is probably our D team. And, and with the injury to Negri that we'll talk about, you know, it's only going to get worse.
0: Yeah, so three, four, two, one, on paper. Kind of still doing the whole wingback rotation back. Robbie Taylor, Franco Negri. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's just rip the band-aid off. Negri, man, down ACL tear. That yeah. is the fourth starter that we've lost this season. That is over a third of our starters out. 40% of our outfield out. And we're talking about core players that we needed. Franco, uh, you know, the ability he has to create, to run, to break away. uh, We have been wanting that forever. We just want a competent left back, left wing back, however you want to – whatever you want to – formation you want to run in or however you want to line it up. We've been missing that. He brought that light. In my opinion, I think it's the best signing we made all off season. Right? I know a lot of people have Sergey so up there. Um, Stefanelli, really slow start, kind of came in there a couple games, but just nothing really of substance. And Negri was – it just seemed to be the best one. Uh, seemed to help out in a crucial area that we were lacking. But now he's gone. ACL tear out for the season. Oh, buddy boy. So we're out Gregory. We're out Moda. We're out our two CDMs. We're out our only two Brazilians on the squad, which just
2: Heartbreaking. hurts
0: me so much. We're out Coco Jean, our one Frenchman. j is devastated. Yeah. And, I mean, that he just tore his ACL a couple weeks ago. So now there's another ACL. It's just brutal, it is just brutal. I'm not. It's tough, like, you know I, how I know a lot of people were calling for Neville's head, but you lose two starting CDMs that are like closest friends on the team, right? Just the Brazilian brothers, kind of the foundation of this team. Lose both of them, damn. Now we have to play all these youngins. Lose Coco. Lose Franco. To be fair, you know Neville wasn't here when we we, we lost. And I agree, but. Um, It's just miserable. It's just absolutely miserable. Now, Javier Morales is in a position where he's just set up for failure. And he's literally going to come off this little interim coaching stint without a win. Yes. Because we're going to get into the reason that's most likely about to happen. But (coughs) I don't see us improving at all. I only see us digressing until Messi and Busquets come. And I mean...
1: I think that's what you get when, you know, I don't think the team's plan, obviously I don't think the team's plan was to have Neville here all all season, but I also don't think their plan was to let him go when they did. And their hand was forced by, you know, outside factors. But when you do that and you're playing already a depleted squad under an interim manager, I mean, this is the results you're going to get. And so, you know, on top of that, we had guys away for international duty. So, You know, you're right. It's a shame because, um, you know, I think he's done a good job. But I think Javi – I don't see any way Javi leaves here with a win. Maybe if some miracle happens on Saturday, maybe a draw. But I don't think he has a win in his tenure.
2: Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, like Javi definitely kind of caught a short deck here. But it's it's made even worse now because – Negri, I think a lot of people might agree, was arguably our best player for certain stretches. Uh, agree. You know, he he created a lot of the pace. He he's he was the one that made the runs up the field. you know, distributed, you know, played on attack, played well on defense. And, you know, losing that. Is massive, and I think people are starting to develop this kind of savior complex that Busquets and Messi are going to get here and things are going to change immediately. But you know, losing Gregory and Moda and Gene and now Negri, those that's that's a lot to make up for, man. And there's only so much. I mean, offensively, I think you know, with like Messi coming in, we, we see Campana, Joseph getting a much better service obviously at this point and maybe things change in that regard but man that that backline's looking looking rough right now man and and you know they're, Whoa, they're still glaring, they're still glaring hole with with uh you know with both Gregory and Moda out and Busquets will come in and fill in some of that but he's also just played an entire season you know he he's he, who knows how much these guys? And, and that's not another thing I think people are considering. Messi played a World Cup, played an entire season in, in France, and now he's coming. He's only been off a few weeks, and now he's jumping right back into it. So, how much is he going to be playing every game too? How much is he going to be playing? Period.
0: <laughs> What's the report on the structural integrity of Messi's knees right now? Exactly. So, <laughs> no. you know, well, we you know.
1: we know he won't be playing on turf, right? So, I hope so. We can cross not. those games off the list. But I'd be mad if he did. Oh, so would I. MLS, get your shit together and get rid of the turf, man. Yeah. But well, here's a question. You know, I think.
0: Go ahead. But then I've I've a question. No, I just them.
1: think the other thing. You know, yeah, we're, we're injured in midfield and and stuff right now, but, you know, I think international is pretty much over. I think we've got Miller coming back because I don't know if he. I don't think he was on the Gold Cup roster. Um, so, you know, I think our back line will be probably pretty solid once once Messi and Busquets get here. So I, I think there's reason to hope that we can make a run. I think it's more realistic for us to maybe make a run in League's Cup and definitely Open Cup. I would think we probably prioritize that for this year. But, um, you know, only having 15 points, I don't know how realistic it is for us to make um, make playoffs.
0: It's going to be a battle for sure. Um, let's see. We are 15 points. Oh, goodness. Yeah, we're about 11 points off.
2: We're 11 points point. out, but we have two games in hand, so that makes up yeah. some of that.
0: Yeah, So, but two games in hand doesn't mean anything when you're going to bring zero points in both games, you know? That is absolutely <laughs> true. <laughs> that's yeah. kinda, that is absolutely that's just true. My concern here is that while I do love Noah Allen, while I do love uh, Ruiz and, and Ben Hunt, right? I love the young guns. I, I really love Ian Frey. I like them. I like the academy. The products are producing, and I think it's going to be a very bright future for the club in you know three more years or something like that. Once it really bleeds in, however, I just do not feel that you can run an entire season and have the young guns starting every game. I think you got to get them playing time where you can, where you can uh, coming on for more senior, more experienced people. I know you guys disagree with me. I know most. Discord disagrees with me, but, like, I think Pizarro needs more playing time. I just think, while, yes, sure, he does make mistakes, everyone on the team is making mistakes, to be fair, right? We just need someone who's got a little bit more experience, I think, to, to be uh, injected into this roster. And – they're only going to get better but it is going to be a brutal season as we try and make this work. But my question I had for both of you guys, since Negri is out for the remainder of the season, is this um I'm all in push your chips to the middle of the table. We have to get Jordi Alba situation now.
2: Um I mean, maybe, but I think that's pro- that was probably always a plan, right? Like the number's always been 3 to 5. So,
0: yeah, but, but one thing was like most people Want Negri starting in that role, even when yeah. you know those rumors started. They're like, well, I mean, if uh, if he wants to come on as like a tam deal, sure, but like we want Negri to play over him. But now Negri's out, so I feel like we're like given that experience and the history. I feel like that's kind of going to be the the club's main focus right now, at least in the in the next move we hear about.
2: Yeah, my my thing is that Negri always. When all this kind of started swirling, I think for me Negri was always the most reasonable one, seemingly, to kind of move on from, because his he doesn't have a huge contract and he's a productive player. So if you were to bring in a Jordi Alba, it would have been easier, I think, to ship out Negri to another MLS club or, or whatever the case. Um, but you know, thing you know, obviously things change now with him being hurt. So and I know ML, MLS rules are weird and and something can be done in terms of contract and money with that stuff but um I think it definitely probably accelerates the Jordy Alba stuff
1: yeah I mean I I I agree with you I think at this point you know kind of what you said earlier Jay like you can't run Noah Allen the whole season um you know that's not going to be beneficial for him or the team so I think you have to go for a guy like Alba bring him in I I think he can contribute. Um, you know, I didn't think it was a position of need beforehand, before the Negri injury. But you know, now it's definitely a position of need, and he can contribute. And No. Allen can get some playing men time. You know, I think if anybody benefits from this, because I think Alba was probably always coming here. I think No. Allen benefits just because he'll be the primary backup. Um, is my guess, unless you know there's something else in the works that we don't know about.
0: That's the thing, right? So, on the call with the club, we're just going to say the club, to be safe. On that call. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it was mentioned three to five signings. I, it was not clarified if that was in addition to Messi. As in Messi plus three to five, or if he was part of that three to five. But I think there's going to be a substantial amount of moves all on it. Still under sanction. Chris Henderson is going to have to have to make some power moves here and we're going to need to bring in some serious reinforcements in the midfield and um I mean ideally someone else to rotate and rotate in uh, on the back line I mean it's uh season's not going our way it's going the exact opposite our way I'm, I'm really glad couldn't that, go
2: any lesser way
0: yeah I'm, I'm really glad <laughs> that some people didn't fill out the over unders and that we didn't really like finalize that list because man Ooh. we'd probably be like oh like for afford. 18 man we were like <laughs> it is just it's utterly insane 15 uh, how many games have we played there we are 18 game played you know, our leading goal scorer only has four goals. Like that is insane. It's literally it's Joseph. It's Joseph yeah, <laughs> with four. Campano with three. Robbie Taylor with two. And Dixon Arroyo with I one. I think
2: three of Joseph's are, are penalties too, aren't they? Oh,
0: uh, I think two of them are. Um, maybe. No, two of them are. Yeah. 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 Um, sure but uh, God, cause I know had that cheeky little slide one. And then he had, the one where he kind of measured up and just blasted it. Nothing All was right. really, like, beautiful, gorgeous, with the goals that we've seen him make. And then Campana's been struggling as well. Both these guys are going to struggle because we just can't get them uh, service. But, I mean, God, so inefficient. So, so inefficient. Now, here's the main question, right, because we got some news. I mean, we, we, I think, shared this, what was that, last week about the uh, – Confirmation, triple confirmation per team sources on Tata Martino. Um, and now we're hearing today that he could be announced and introduced as early as Wednesday. So, is Mo's last game? What well, we got this game? I think we got a Wednesday game, right? We got Austin. We
2: tonight. got we got Austin, and then we got the Fourth of July game again. So
0: the Tuesday game, great. So, that's fun, yeah. right? Against Columbus, Completely depleted roster. Two-day yes. break. Ah, Got to love it. Got to love it. Yeah. All right. So, we're looking at two more games for Javier. <laughs> I mean, Austin is like <laughs> – Poor yeah, guy. <laughs> yeah, Poor guy. Austin struggled at the beginning of the season, to be fair, but they just what, beat Houston 3-0, and they destroyed us 5-1 last year, which was just brutal. Um yes. We've already discussed he's probably just going to mm-hmm. be doing the best he can, you know, going back to the academy. Good on you. You know, take it up. Take your, you know, you're not going to be successful in this role. You're getting a really, like you said, short deck. I mean, bad hand, very bad hand. Seven do split. If we're playing, hold them right. Anyway, so Tata Martino comes in here. Now, poor guy. I'm going to say go. I'm going to go ahead and say poor guy. But he's going to bring his own style, right? Which we're all kind of trying to decipher exactly how it's going to be. it's been a little different, uh, depending on you know what club he's in. But how much? do you think he'll be able to to make an impact because the way I mean, this is looking let me get back to the schedule is that he's probably going to be if if this report is true if this report is true then there's a good chance that he's playing uh you know a little bit without Messi. and do you we think he can make an honest improvement with this squad given the way it is without a, a Messi or brisquettes in there
2: uh, that's a that's a tough question. um Now, obviously, like he's he's done more on on a football scale, much more than Neville or or Javi in terms of coaching, right? He's coached yeah. some of the biggest. So two games.
0: On. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Two games. DC United. Not gonna be easy. No. St. Louis. St. Louis. <laughs> really. Definitely not gonna, not gonna be, be easy. easy. Right. Then we're gonna yeah. get the, then we're gonna get the break for the League Cup. Messi will be here. Uh, hopefully biscuits as well, but for these two games, (laughs) poor guy.
2: Yeah. You know, it, unfortunately you have four of your best players that are out, you know, he, I think maybe we see better. And also it's not like he's, he's had weeks to train with these guys. He's going to jump in and then just, you know, kind of just survive at least through the first one before he can have a couple training sessions with, with, with the team and the players, so I mean I'm not expecting magic. I'm expecting you know maybe we see some certain things getting better. But you know usually guys have an entire off season to work with a coach, getting into you know formation and what what he expects and stuff like that. He's, they, these guys are gonna have a few days, and these guys have never played for someone like Tata.
0: So good point. So do you yeah. think the boys will be really invigorated to have such a reputable coach?
2: The great Vince Lombardi once said be fired up with enthusiasm or you will be fired with enthusiasm. So I don't think <laughs> they have a choice <laughs>
0: fair, fair they have to Very valid okay um, I had a second thought but it just uh, just fleet my mind okay uh, how m- do you think he can make up in the the short time he's gonna have to kind of get things under control? Do you think he can implement some sort of new cultural changes, attitude, just something? Or is this just going to be something that we watch slowly develop over the season? Like, is there going to be an instant impact of these are sweeping changes that are being made? Everyone needs to act accordingly. Or is he just going to have to put this Lego puzzle together throughout the season?
1: So I think that a lot of, I think so we've seen Javi make some changes when you compare to Neville as far as formation and stuff so I don't think I, I think Tata probably has already had some say in what's happening with the team I think formation wise and I don't think much is going to change I think Tata probably already had has told Javi like hey this is what's going to happen and I would also expect Javi to probably remain on in some some form to kind of give some sort of continuality right Mm -hmm. but i I do think we probably won't see any major changes until the off season is my thought i mean i know cali probably has a different thought but that's my two cents
0: so no one can see right now right this is a audio only podcast brandon is getting assaulted by his two beautiful children it's uh it's absolutely (laughs) it's absolutely adorable uh to see uh normally um you, this is this is cute. I like this. I like. We we actually need more of it. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 are your thoughts, my dear?
2: Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? Uh, no. But um, with um, yeah. With ta- I mean, I think right off the bat, maybe we see certain things, maybe how they you know they report and behave in training and stuff like that. But I think what's really going to usher in the culture is what Tata implements, and then a guy like Messi backing it up and saying like yeah, this is what we're going to be doing. This is what the expectations are. This is what I want. This is what I demand. And then we'll probably – and then we'll see the players fall in line. And I think it's going to take some of these players that have been playing a lot this season that are young guys a minute to kind of adjust to the fact that, like, holy shit, I'm teammates with Lionel Messi now. I am yeah. being coached by Tar- Tata Martini. Like, I like, we all know my boy David Ruiz. Like, this kid was sitting in my English class and, you know – he read he, yeah, he couldn't read good. <laughs> and this gets going from from that to. It's a know, Zoolander
0: joke. That's not slander.
2: <laughs> to, you know, eight or months, eight or so months down the road, to being teammates with, you know, the greatest player of all time and one you of the most well recognized.
1: Reach out to him and see what he's thinking. Yeah, I'm like, like, hey he man, like so I'm curious.
2: Yeah, um you know, so hey man, what's the correct
0: conjugation of the sentence?
2: tell me what a past participle is right now (laughs) um but uh no but i think you're going to see guys like like uh like ruiz benja noah i mean these guys are going to be going from playing with guys like joseph and and campana who are who are great in their own regard to playing with lionel messi and sergio busquets possibly Jordi alba and, and certainly maybe some others that come in and being coached by quite frankly whether people want to admit it or not a one of the most well recognized coaches
1: in the world probably right now yep. you know a guy that's
2: probably that's, that's the best that's, person to ever coach in MLS he's I mean it's in the
0: conversation He'll probably be, yeah he will he legit would probably be the best coach in the MLS when he comes so we we do expect right a heavy focus and kind of all attention on the open cup yes but 100%. outside of that is it, is it just a race to the end of the season? Get us to the offseason. We can make some additional moves, and then it buys him the time he needs to really set the tone, set the culture, get his get his system in place, and get players bought in. Like, I mean, there's a solid chance. I mean, this is completely nothing to back it up, but there's a solid chance, like, this could be the greatest blessing in the world, like, for a lot of the players, right? You know, I know there's, a, like, heavy rumors that, you know, Robbie Robinson's going to be out, but if he's not moved... And he flourishes like, you know, some coaches have impacts on players more so than some of their teammates, right? So that's what I'm really interested to see is is who really buys in, who's all full gung-ho. Tata's here. Obviously, Leo Cummings, an upgrade from Pozuelo, which everyone loves, right? We all love Pozuelo. But um, I'm really interested to see who's going to really blossom not only with a new coach, new system, new culture, but with the additional toys in in place that that we have. There's also rumors that Gregory might be back for the end of the season. Right, everyone's monitoring that Liz Frank uh, injury. Which honestly, to be fair, I've never heard. Uh, I only hear that in fantasy football. You know, usually it happens to all the players that I like to draft.
2: Travis Etienne, one of my one of my dynasty guys. Yeah.
0: Um, it's not really the easiest injury to come back. It kind of lingers. But if he does come back, and we've got Gregory and Busquets, Like, there's a refortified, sturdy, CDM pairing. And then you've got Leo pulling the strings up top with two very capable strikers. Um, now, who is really going to grab the reins and, and ride the wave and, and adapt and absorb and be that, that individual? Who, who do you guys think will be the biggest beneficiary of the tata signing
2: for me without question it's going to be leo campana without question we've seen what he can do he we saw what he did with with pozuelo we saw what how he played last year you know before the injury one of the best goal scorers in the league you know now him you know getting service from messi you know, I think it's going to be revolutionary, and I, and I think there's also a case for Joseph because he, last time Joseph, the last time Joseph was Joseph, was under Tata. Yep. So, I mean, it, to me, it, it you know, it's it's going to be those two guys, but I think Leo is is going to be the one that the club really says, okay, go go get him. This this is your time now.
0: And per high level source, that is that is the plans Leo to be the. Uh, beneficiary of really all uh of these moves. Brandon, who who would you who would your best guess be?
1: So I'm gonna go outside the box because yeah Leo's Leo's easy answer, right? I to <coughs> um, we're talking about I'm,
0: current intermediate players. You gotta
1: you got Right. Dick. So my thought is uh Benja Kramashi. Hmm. I think day in and day out, him getting to train and play with Leo I think is only going to help him he's going to get to develop his game um, and i think there's a real possibility we see those two play in the midfield together at points in in the run in and and learning <clears throat> learning from the best i mean you can't beat that and so I think he probably is the biggest beneficiary outside of the goal scorers from the service that they're going to get. Because if those guys don't start getting double-digit goals now that Leo's there, it's going to be a travesty.
0: They're going to be gone. I agree.
1: You know what's
2: going to be crazy? We're going to see the greatest Argentine player of all time playing with Lionel Messi. It's crazy.
0: That's insane. <laughs> it's utterly insane. I don't know. Like, I wanted to go. I think Al's
1: not coming back.
0: I, wa- <laughs> I wanted to go like Kamal, but like I'm not even sure Kamal's going to be here. Uh, once the season's over. I think he might, he think might so dip off to Europe. But for me, uh, I would I'm I'm looking at Robbie Taylor, right? I think he Tata was instrumental in really Miggy Almiron blossoming into what he was and what a what a squad Atlanta was able to have just with the players they did. You got Yosef in your prime, Miggy just shredding everyone quick as hell. Then he goes over to uh uh to Europe, right? Now is now in Newcastle and had, had a pretty decent season as well. But I think Robbie Taylor, while he might not have the speed that, that Mickey had like he has, I would argue more creativity in his feet. And we've seen him be very shysty on the, uh, on the edges of the box and shake defenders get in there. So I think that he could be someone that kind of fits that, that prototypical Tata winger, helping drive the play. But here's the thing. We really don't know what formation we're about to roll with, right? There's speculation over different styles. you played a different team. So that's going to just be something we have to say uh, to wait and watch. But, like, man, when we say reinforcements are on the way, we mean reinforcements are on the way. Outside of Messi and Busquets, like, uh, actually very qualified coach with um, amazing, amazing experience and an amazing uh, resume. But, again, we – I guess we do need to do some sort of coverage of the upcoming game on Saturday. We'll be there. This is going to be yeah. a grand old time. We're gonna. This is what our the last, last run. This is the last, <laughs> the last game of the old ways of Inter Miami La Familia and the community. And um, we always have a good time. We always have a good tailgate. It's nothing but love between all of us, our affiliates. Um. That's uh, geez, man. And uh, who knows what the future is going to look like. I don't Who knows if we're going to be really relocated somewhere, you know, to a designated area of the, the green lot or the practice field. So this is it. So oh. last who we're all we're coming up against a pretty tough opponent that absolutely murdered us last season. Yes. And again, I'll state it one more time. I'm going to keep stating it until it changes. But who would have thought Matthew McConaughey would be a better, <laughs> better club mm-hmm. owner? Than David Beckham. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> absolutely wild uh to me. So Oh man. Um this is gonna be it's gonna be bloody. It's gonna be bloody. I don't see I mean, you know, they're they're an eighth in the West, right? They're not having the greatest season. They've really struggled to to come about uh earlier in the season. But look, it's a tough squad. And they're gonna everyone knew that they were gonna get it together. They were gonna have, they had their struggles early, but everyone knew the capabilities of this of this team, right? So uh, let's just let's just do a little, uh, you know, past two games here. Dallas and Houston, just the run in Texas this season. Great. Three, zero, three, zero. Then they're coming to inter-Miami. I'm not even going to say arguably because it's not even arguable, but, like, clearly a worse team than both those squads. Yes. It's going to be... Uh, 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 we want to say... I want to say like four zero, maybe five zero. Maybe we get lucky, to get a goal. It's gonna be bloody, 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 bloody and bad. But look, the pain's going to be ending soon. Uh, very, very. Um, I mean, obviously not a good record. We do want to redeem ourselves from last season. But anything you guys will be looking for specifically in this game or expectations? Because we got to do no. we just got to do the fans a solid and speak to it. All right, we don't have to stay on it. We don't have to stay on it for a long period of time. Let's just share some words, and we can move on to a little bit more fun extracurricular MLS activities.
2: Yeah, um, Austin. I mean, they've played well lately, right? Yep. We saw three zero. They've they've put up six in their last two against teams much better than us. But they're a team that have hasn't been super great on, on the attack. They're, I think Gallagher is their highest
0: goal scorer with five, I believe, yep. and Zardas yep. Jossie having a little bit of a resurgence yeah, a and then bit. Drissi with four, right?
1: Yeah.
2: So they're, they're not the, the world beaters that they were last season that I felt like they were, they were scoring for fun. Right. But they, they seem to have kind of turned a corner in terms of scoring lately. So, um, you know, it only bodes more so for the fact that we're probably going to get slaughtered, which is usually <laughs> my anticipation these days until, <laughs> until the, the Calvary comes. Um, you know, there's just nothing that Inter Miami has shown me recently that gives me any faith that things are going to get better until Tata and, and Messi and Busquets get get here. So, yeah, I, my my hope is low. Uh, Saturday's all about the vibes, all about hanging with the boys on yep. a Saturday because my ass is not showing up on Fourth of July against Columbus. Uh, I'll
0: be out of town, so hey, this yeah, is it. My, this is it.
2: I'll be in DC for DC, and we'll 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 go. You know, I'll I'll see him over there, but.
0: You know, yeah, the MLS is, is uh it's like uh it's like March Madness, man. It doesn't really matter like if you win your league or your conference, like just make the playoffs. Make the playoffs and and, yeah. and make the playoffs while you're hitting your run and you can go far and you can. Get in and get lucky, it. baby. Yeah. That's it. You know, get in and all. get lucky. Brandon, mm-hmm. what are your uh what are your positive outlook thoughts on this? <laughs>
1: Well, you know, if I'm going to try and be positive about this, I will say the best I've seen Inter-Miami play in this calendar year was against Austin in the (laughs) preseason game. Most of that roster is no longer here or injured, (laughs) but Joseph and Leo look good as a a partnership up top under Phil Neville. So maybe, maybe there's some sort of secret there, but I'm going to guess probably a 3-1 defeat.
0: <clears throat> valid point. I mean, honestly, some of the best football we've played. Did it count? It. I mean, it's. Well, no. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and, and Roto got that, got that, that, that uh, a goal in that game too. But uh, some of yeah. the best football we've played this season that doesn't attribute to any wins, but it's just been really pretty to watch. Is running both Yosef and Leo Campana up top and the interplay they have between each yeah. other the one 2 the understanding maybe understanding each other a little too much and instead of trying to make you know the fourth pass back and forth between each other someone just uh just have a rip but look we don't really have anything to, to lose at this point neither does javier morales i say come out there bro go heavy dude maybe maybe if javi listened to like the, what is it, the last podcast or the one before that where i was like flip it go full man city right like oh, yeah. a three, two, four, one. Just overload that man. Who cares Do if it. we give up five goals? We're gonna give up five goals if we play five at the back.
2: We're gonna give up five anyway. Yeah, so just, just let's, go have let's some fun. Let's try and score, fool,
1: man.
0: You know, just like <laughs> leave poor Noah Allen back there by himself and just send everyone <laughs> forward. Like, just get a goal or two in front of your crowd. Get him amped Do up. Do We like,
1: know Frey can score. Send him up there. Yeah,
0: he he literally is one of the better attackers uh on the team but like here's what's gonna happen man is this gonna be really ugly but it doesn't matter because all of us you can't hurt us right now we're already dead we're just waiting for Messi to get here i don't care if we had eight games before july 21st none of us care we really don't just give us Messi and the whole season restarts basically probably won't make playoffs even though i was pretty optimistic that we could but i think we're just gonna lose too many games to realistically yeah Make playoffs, and there's no guarantee even with Messi. That doesn't mean we're winning games. Like, what is oh, Messi yeah. supposed to score five every game, four assists, and we're just knocking people off nine to two? Like, no, it's going to take some time. It's going to be a brutal finish to the season. But we got two years after that with Messi, a third uh, option year if he does decide to play, which, why would you not, baby? You already got a house here. You're going to love Miami. La Familia is going to love you. You're going to love them. It's going to be a partnership made in heaven. All right. That was it. Good job, guys. I'm really proud of you uh, for getting through that. Now let's have some fun. So, <clears throat> as many people were aware via social media or just following the MLS, whether it be website or other various forms of wherever you'd follow the MLS, All Star Game All Star Game roster has been selected. Okay, we're gonna get. I just want to go through this. Just, just, just gather some thoughts here. Okie okay, dokie. So, first and foremost, we've got three different categories of players here. This is a lot to scroll, Jesus Christ. Oh, we're going to play Arsenal. We already know Arsenal bottled the league. Yes, great. Great to see Arsenal bottle. We were all very excited about that. I know we were. Uh, as
1: For only one reason I'd like to point out. For all the other karma. Arsenal fans, I'm sorry.
0: Karma. That's what happens. Contra. That's what happens. Yeah. Uh. so instead of east versus west right it's gonna be like hey let's just show the world that we're not everything they think we are it'll be interesting to see who who arsenal brings out here but head coach mr wayne rooney he knows a thing or two about arsenal he knows a thing or two about scoring goals on arsenal so three categories all right we got voted in we got coaches picks and we've got commissioners picks let's go through the voted in and here spoiler alert not one Miami player was, was selected. Gasp. And Shock. right, Shocked. And rightfully so, right? Voted in. This is by the fans. This is for your little Twitter fingers out there voting. Uh, Dennis Mawanga, LAFC, obviously having a hell of a season. Jesus Ferreira, Jordan Morris, Luchi, Luciano, Acosta. I don't know why I said Luciano. It's Lucha. Uh, Tiago Almada, Aiden Morris, my boy. Mokhtar. We're getting our own Mukhtar, apparently, but not the Mukhtar I wanted. Uh, Alvaro Barriel, John Gallagher, Matt Miazga, Walker Zimmerman, and Roman Berkey. We can't really comment on that. That's voted by the fans. Here's what I want to, uh, to get your guys' opinions on coaches' picks, right? So, I mean, I honestly didn't do the research on this. Not going to lie, I would assume every single coach gets to make some selections, and highest votes wins, right? So, Christian um, Benteke, agree or disagree? We'll make this quick lightning rounds.
2: Um, disagree. Agree. agree because of the DC factor. I know they always want like a like a local product of some sort there. So
0: and EPL history, right? Lame. Yeah,
2: former Liverpool player. Fun fact.
0: Christian Espinosa.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll say,
1: I agree. He's he's had a decent year. San game.
0: Jose's had a pretty good season.
1: Yeah, much better yeah. than I thought they well, would he's be. He's a big part of that, so I'd agree with that.
0: Yeah, now I was getting intimidated by the Greek names. Uh, Georgios Giamakis.
2: I'm actually really pronounced that you said that name. Yes, uh, I think he, he's at like 10 goals right now. Yeah, yeah you said I'm really pronounced that
0: yeah. you said that name.
2: I'm really proud that, you pr- that how, of how you pronounce it. I think you nailed it.
0: You Can do it every now and then. You yeah. know, it's it's the rolling of the R's that I struggle with. It's all the Anglo <laughs> blood in me that doesn't allow it. My tongue is very just stationary. Uh, ace, ace. I feel like that's a gotta. You got it. You got to bring in, in, in Hector Herrera, right? You have to. Yeah. yeah. That's for the betterment of the bring league.
1: Bring in Pizarro to draw in the uh, Mexican viewers this time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn. <laughs> Rough. Uh, Jose Martinez. I wonder if this most recent goal had an effect on that, or if he was already in there. Um.
2: Yeah. I. I don't know. And. And. Defensive midfield is such a hard position to judge if you're not yeah. watching a week in a week out. So that one's kind of a wash yeah. for me.
0: This next one's pretty easy. Ricky Pish. Ricky, posh Push. Uh oh, so close. I mean,
2: he's he's. I mean, he's he's exciting, but you know, Galaxy haven't been good either, yeah. so. I
1: think I it's more of a popularity big. I, I
0: would have said no. Yeah. more deserving, I think. Uh, the past few games have been pretty good in my book. I think yeah. that you, like, for the big-name players that have played in Europe, uh, I think the, the league will have a push to to try and get them in there for viewers and whatnot. Uh, Absolutely. This one's easy. If either of you deny this, we're going to end this right now. Yeah. Zelly Zell. yeah, right he's, a, he's a
1: monster. Of course. Easy. I don't know how... I, I don't know how he wasn't voted in, honestly.
0: That's wild, right, that he yeah, was he, not yeah. voted in? I
1: thought for sure he would be voted One in. One of the best players in the league this year, yeah. without
0: question. Maybe, I mean, I guess the way that it broke down, right, so quick math. Yeah, so it's like 11 and 11. I would guess the reason is because Hani got more votes, and yeah. I don't disagree with that. Like, but they're yeah. both absolute studs. Uh, Ryan Hollins had a hell of a season yeah, last year. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, a, that's a given. Yeah, he's
2: yeah, he's been very good this year too. So yeah, not bad.
0: We got Tim Parker, St. Louis. Yeah. I, yeah,
2: I, think, I think that's one. I think that's one more. That's one that uh, it's it's a combination of name name recognition and then St. Louis 100%. has kind of like carried him into that. So
0: fair. Now yeah. I really, I'm torn between this guy because I really. Honestly, hate him. Anytime we have to play against him, but then I found myself like rooting for him in the Gold Cup. John Tolkien, sketchy hairdo, bro. Sketchy yeah, hairdo. Not, bro. Yeah. That,
2: that's why it's a no for me, dog. But no, he's. uh I mean, he's a fun guy, homegrown guy. You know, getting getting his name into the U.S. pantheon now. So, yeah, it's it, it's okay it's one of those. It. I'm not excited about it. it. It doesn't it doesn't put lead in my pencil, personally. Nope.
0: Now, I know that – I think it was a Th- fan that was getting active on Twitter. Tyler Miller, D.C., upset that it wasn't uh, calendar. But, I mean, to be fair, calendar doesn't really have the, the numbers this year. And that's not calendar's fault. That's yeah. just the shambolic team we have.
2: Yeah, it's just us <laughs> yeah. being bad more so. Um, I, again, I think goalkeeper is one of those that it's harder to, to gauge if you don't watch every game. Um, he kind of got exposed on that that, uh, that Mukhtar goal a couple weeks ago. He got caught out and Mukhtar hit that one from the from the half line.
1: Yeah. That, uh, I, I think that do there's that. better goalkeepers out there. i I I think it was just a DC pick. That's yeah, why. it could be too. Just get the, it's the get the DMV.
0: I just love Yo Gotti running ads for MLS. It just it just makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> just because like Memphis like we can run with Memphis Rap back in Louisville. Like I just I was happy to see. Dream Ver. Uh Georgi Petrovic.
2: I think he actually has been one of the better goalkeepers in the yeah. league this year, too. So.
0: Okay. You now, so let's get to the more controversial. Right? Let's get to the commissioner picks. These are picked by Don Garber, <laughs> the man that many of us hate. But you have oh, to respect um, Kai Kamara.
2: I think that's just a, just a name play, MLS lifer, you know, that whole song and dance. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. it's more
1: for, well, he's not an MLS lifer. He played outside the league, first of all. Oh, well, he's been Second in that of of lot. The
2: guy played on the Kansas City Wizards, dog. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> I think it's more of a you know, thank you for what you've done for the league. I mean, you know, he's moving up on the scoring list. Mm-hmm. He's done some good stuff, so I I have no problem with it. The guy's guy's good, um, you know, and I, I I think he's flown under the radar a lot of his career. It's because he's moved teams quite a bit.
0: Okay. I think I don't know. I respect him, but still, like that. Shoe celebration, will never, we'll never sit right. Like you know, and, and I get you. You, you probably want to want to mix it up, right? And who's you know? There's no other Chicago players selected in either the voted in or coaches pick, so why not have someone from Chicago represent them? I would say like you know, you can pick like a I don't know, like a Brandon Vasquez or something like that. Someone, but I get it. You know, yeah, I I have representation from every club except Inter Miami because we don't deserve it. Fair. Uh, and then the uh, second of the commissioners' pick. I'm gonna butcher his name per usual, but Matthew Chanieri. Chanieri? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know he's he's kind of had a bit of a breakout year. I think. Uh, yeah, he's had five goal contributions, two goals, three assists. Um, you know, I guess I don't know. I'm surprised he, you could spell he, his
0: name that quick to look it up.
2: He's kind of a copy-and-paste dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he's, to me, he's just kind of just a guy, man. I, I, I don't know. Like old Montreal
0: favor, I guess. I don't know. All right. So, FC Cincinnati wins with three players. Lucha Acosta, Alvaro Bajriel, and Matt Miazga. He needs to step it up in the Gold Cup, damn it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Do we – we beat Arsenal's B or C team? No. No. No? No?
1: No. no, no, not even close. We have no hope. Wow. I think there's some
2: hope. I mean, wow. but no, I think not. I think people. Well, we won't get Arsenal's A team. That's for sure. Like, I'm. We're yeah. not, I don't think we're getting like Sokka and Odegaard and Gabriel Jesus and, and these guys all out here. I mean, maybe one or two of them come, but like, you know, I, I think <laughs> we're
0: getting Tomas Rosicky.
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe Balogun. I don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe he makes an appearance in stateside now that he's uh, you know now that he's a U.S. national. Arsenal's coming, his loans up with uh, who was he with 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 Leon or Lyle? I don't don't remember which. But uh, you know, we, we it could be fun, man. I think as, as Wait, long is he as he going to Arsenal, he's on Arsenal. Oh, oh he was loaned. Okay, sorry. Yeah. See yeah he was he, he was loaned to a French club that escapes me at the moment. But <laughs> like most
0: Americans that don't follow League Un. Yeah. <laughs> we had no idea who that man was three months ago. <laughs> and yeah, now, he's, now he's like the pride of USMNT. Now we're going <laughs> to win the World Cup.
2: Yeah, kudos to the U.S. Soccer Federation for digging through the files to find some sort of American lineage to, to exploit there. But, it's uh, the <laughs>
0: it's the industrial war machine okay <laughs> these are the benefits of the industrial war machine you put these american bases in every country that doesn't want an american base these little americans go out there they mingle in the little pubs and bars and they find some nice little wives and this man's mother or father i don't know i haven't looked up his backstory but i know that's kind of a lot of these are like kind of army brats or whatever um, and that's how it goes, man. And that's just the American um, Imperialism com- finally paid off, man. Imperial colonial. I don't know. What, yeah, that's the that's the way, baby. That's the way. But uh <laughs> Oh, yeah. well, that'll be an interesting game to watch, right? Um I really still not sure how I feel about the uh MLS Apple deal and the schedule, because it really limits how much uh, how many other games you can watch. But um, you know, that'll be a fun game to watch. I just hope that we come out and show that uh, we're not as big of a joke as everyone uh, in Europe thinks we are. And maybe we can be a, a little competitive. Is there anything else that caught your guy's eye in the MLS or anything relevant to Inter-Miami that we should cover?
2: Um, relevant to Inter-Miami? I mean, the, the rumors keep firing off. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I think, I think maybe by the time – You know, this podcast goes to record again. Maybe we have some more information about possibly someone else coming into the fold. But yeah, waiting on that confirmation. We'll we'll see, man.
0: But like the whole internet blew up, like, oh, it's confirmed. Leo Messi's here. Cruz Azubal. It's like, yeah, we've known that for like two weeks now. Like, it's all this like repetitive uh, news.
2: And now it's now it's getting just like ridiculous. Like, I don't know if you guys saw like the thing that was making around on Twitter. Some some like European football. Twitter account put like a picture of Ari Lassiter and said that uh, he refused to give up number ten, so they released oh, yeah, as so they him.
0: <laughs> wow. Ari Lassiter number eleven, which is really funny
2: because Ari Lassiter exactly, he wore number eleven. <laughs> so. But I mean, and it was tra- and he was traded months before exactly Messi was a thing. Exactly, so. Correct.
0: but could you imagine someone like I could see that of like oh we're getting like you know yeah someone who's like has had a name that's been buzzing in Europe. You know, give up your number for him. No. It's like, this is Leo Messi. Like, no one's turning down Leo Messi on... on, uh, on Yeah. Like, do you want us to win games, or do you want to just keep losing every
1: game? Give up There's your a reason when the team announced squad numbers, you know, certain numbers were left empty.
0: There's a reason we've been riding on with a 10 and a 5 open the entire season. Yeah. Oh, everyone knew what it was for, what was happening, the gambles they took. Uh, other news we forgot. So we saw, like, some renditions, seating chart renditions oh, yeah. of the yeah. corner stands. And even saw, like, some stories, like, they're coming from the basically like, the hard rock uh, yeah. scenes they use for F1. Yeah. And they're not even going to, yeah. like, I thought they were going to, like, bowl out. It looks like we're just sticking some they, squares. They
2: just, yeah, just. well,
0: There's a triangle opening. Let's just put a square in it. That's
2: right. Well, I, I thought do. I thought they would try and fit it somehow, maybe. Turn that
0: square to a diamond well, and rotated it? No, just square. So, I think
1: just what pulled. they're doing is those those squares are just going to be for the rest of this season. And I'd expect them to probably build something in in the off season, Uh Only because they're going to want to put more butts in the seats, right? <clears throat> yeah. I think it's about what can we get up in two weeks and, and pass permits, and you know, in the off season maybe they build it in, but it's gonna look. If it looks like the picture on Ticketmaster, it's gonna look terrible. It's Duty gonna be water. really funny looking for when we have millions and I would of not, eyes. Duty this is gonna be. You the, cannot pay me to sit in those seats. Uh, by the way,
0: this is gonna be the first <laughs> year. By the way, I know this. I'm putting this out there. I'm calling this now. That FIFA or whatever it's gonna be called now, EAFC. Whatever stupid name they're gonna come up with for the same game, basically, this would be the first year they actually have Inter Miami Stadium in there because right now it's just like some generic, random, not mapped out. There's only a few MLS teams that have their actual stadium like reflected. Yeah, I think
2: it's like the LA clubs, mm. Seattle,
0: yeah, Portland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm, we're finally. I'm gonna I think guess so.
1: they've already done their scans of the stadium because if the game's gonna release here in a month or so or two or three months, I think they probably already got the scan, so hopefully they don't put those in. <laughs> They're going to add
0: that. That's DLC right there. That's <laughs> DLC. You're going to have to charge you 3 dollars Yeah, it's going to be great. Just some, some <laughs> sparrows fitment there. Uh, but uh, all right, boys, I appreciate you swinging by, spending some time. It's been good. we got to do this more often. Um, yeah, man, it's a blast. It's oh, a I'm, pleasure, man. I'm hoping that in the future we're doing this with good news because, man, it really gets uh, discouraging to do this. Loss after loss after loss after loss, but it was fun. Uh, you know, we are just just out here being independent fathers, man. Just doing this That's with true. the kids. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, you guys for making the time. Uh, my studio is now being converted to the baby's room, so. Fun. Yeah, and uh, I got to get down there, there, get back to it. But uh, before we get off, if you don't follow us already, check us out on Instagram at InterMiami Podcast on Twitter at Inter M I A podcast while i'm here on the subject you guys plug yourselves where can we check yeah. you guys out callie you're involved with like 18 different things i love that you just <laughs> hold us in high regard in your heart uh and callie i know you're yeah. you're out there as well so go ahead and share so the listeners can follow you be in tune with what's going on with yeah.
2: others yeah so uh i'm Inter miami podcast through and through always always my first love uh also uh just from the in the inner miami kind of ethos i'm also uh involved with the black herons which is uh an independent all uh, all inclusive supporters group um and uh also the dreaming of freedom podcast where we talk more the the social and, and cultural uh things of, of football uh but my twitter is the best place to follow me that's where i, t- I tweet a lot it's it, um i could be annoying sometimes but at least i'm kind of funny um <laughs> I'm at Caliu44 at C A L I U44,
1: so that's where I be.
0: B Griff, where you at, buddy?
1: Man, just find me on Inner Miami podcast. Man, you can talk to me in the Discord. Look at that. Or, Get on the Discord. Uh, a company,
0: man. Yeah. man. A company, yeah. or you man. Can find I me like it.
1: Twitter. And chances are, you've probably seen me retweeting all the great news that's been coming out of the inner Miami podcast Twitter account. I'm at B 891 on Twitter. Give me a follow if you want. Mostly inner Miami stuff, occasional Marlin stuff. Uh, but yeah, Inter Miami podcast through and through, baby. Hopefully you'll be hearing my voice more often. Most
0: importantly though, get on the Discord. Get on the Discord. Get on the Discord. Get in, get Shoot it us Discord. a message. Get it. Get on the Discord. It's always uh such a such a good time, man. And uh yeah, you know, you mentioned like the Inter Miami podcast, right? Is is putting out, you know, some breaking news, a lot of information. This is not just like only myself and Thane, right? We have a whole team behind us. Callie, and Brandon, on the team. There are so many individuals that we want to kind of rotate throughout the season and really take this to the next level. Big things in plan. We did a little restructuring, but there's big things in plan. This. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun for, for all of us. Um, we won't speak too much on it, though. We will let the fans listen. But as we had every single episode, vamos, Vamos, Miami.
1: Vamos, Miami almost Miami
2: he somehow sounded wider than Jay <laughs> <laughs>